this retro thing for what it is Nostalgia goggles heavy on those things when we were kids I've got the memories of falling while my hair is turning gray I'm digging back on all the things that were better yesterday So for all those things nostalgic I also do is delight Unfortunately, I just started recording now, so we didn't pick oh, any of that. That's oh. too bad. But maybe for the best. Hello <laughs> and welcome to episode 80. So this one... Oh, okay. 80. Wow. So this one's going up Sunday. Sunday. Oh, see, I thought... Oh, so we are the last... This, this is, is the it. last Sunday. Voting month is over. Wow. Oh. We did it. It's done. It's over. Is it's 80 a boning n- number? You discussed 79 on the last one. Yeah, which was mostly just spooning. 80. This one's kind of like an egg up the butt. <laughs> egg up the butt would be a good band name. Or representative of the number of holes. No? No. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Not 80 holes, uh, but if you look at an 80, there. <laughs> I guess. Sure. All right. What's the zero? Uh, Is it still the egg? <laughs> Ask your wife. <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't listen. Oh, God. I lost Rob. We've lost Rob. Okay, I'm good. Sorry. I'm back. Uh, episode 80. Yeah, episode 80. <laughs> we did do Me Before You. Yeah. The book. The book. We- I also watched the movie last I, night. I happened to see the movie. It was on TV. Did you see it all or no. just part of it? Parts. Okay. Parts, plural. I watched the ending. I watched yes, I saw I watched the ending on YouTube and a few random clips here and there. I also have a surprise for you guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember our last record? Uh, vaguely. Did you do a trivia quiz for us? No. Oh, I did. I don't have the prize here. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> but it's okay because she said she would bring dairy milk. Oh, my God, you did. Who said she would that's bring amazing. it? amazing. Renee. <laughs> oh, well, that's going to be an awkward edit. <laughs> no, you can, you can. Yeah. So here I'm just going to break off some pieces. It's going to make our mouths nice and tacky. Go ahead. Dig in. As the person who doesn't really know what what the, what the deal is, just take it. Just take that whole piece. Oh yeah, I guess one else. Yeah. All right. Great. Well, take a bite. It's the creamiest, dreamiest chocolate ever. Mm-hmm. It is very good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't taste exactly the same as it does at home. It's slightly different, but it's still good. Yeah, and so Amanda, who got me on to dairy milk. Mm-hmm. She also said that the U.S. dairy milk does not taste the same as the Canadian dairy mm. milk. And I proved that I got U.S. dairy milk and she's like, it's not going to be the same. And even the packaging is slightly different. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Anyways, Cadbury dairy milk from Canada, the straight up milk chocolate one. You do still owe Rob a prize. Though. I do. Yeah. And I know what it is. I oh, just I can't. Didn't, I didn't realize I was waiting for a prize. I don't know. Mm. I was supposed to present it today. It's more mm. than just bragging rights when you will win the Bill Pullman versus Pullman Paxton. Pullman versus Paxton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we did me before you. 
which is a book and a movie, and we all read the book. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. So, obviously, it goes without saying. If you have any interest in seeing the movie or reading the books, it seems like the two of them align pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Don't listen. Yeah. Because we're going to spoil the shit out of it. We are. That guy dies. <laughs> he, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. We Okay. First of all, like, so I read this book, uh, I want to say it was 2015 when okay. I read it the first time, mm-hmm. and it's from 2012. Um, and I just want to talk about a couple of the people that I hated in this book. Okay. Which included (laughs) Trina. So we're not going to do plot first. Oh, we're going to do. Okay. So (laughs) the plot is, do you want to do the plot? Do you feel familiar enough to do the plot? Yeah, I can do the plot because I had no idea what the plot of this book is. And it very closely lines up with that movie, The Upside, which is also, I guess, based on another movie. It's the movie we started watching before my youngest was born, and we never got back to it. But tell me if this sounds familiar. Down-on-their-luck person having trouble finding a job gets kind of a last-ditch offer from a job center to do some care for a rich patient who has now found themselves confined to a wheelchair. They are not qualified to do this job, but decide, okay, I guess I'll give it a shot, and starts to form a bond with both the person in the wheelchair while winning over the initial disapproving family. Ish. Tusk. Yes. Was that that no, was basically it, right? No, it's the upside. We already the covered upside? that. The upside? And so when did the upside come out? So the upside only came out last year, but I guess it's based on a oh. French film. Oh. I'm not sure when the French it's film came out. Me before you fanfic. That's what that is. It's very similar, except it's not, it, as far as I know, they don't fall in love with each other, which is the thing here. So the whole... It's what Louisa. Yeah. Uh, is meet, meets Will, and Will's a rich playboy who gets in a car accident and now is a quadriplegic. It's a motorbike accident. It's a motorbike accident. Well, I mean, he's not on a motorbike, though, is it? No, but it's a motorbike that plows him yes. over. Yeah. 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 So he's now uh, confined to a wheelchair with no signs that he's ever going to get better, and they hire Lu- uh, Louisa as the caretaker. To like get to get Will out of his funk, like hey, yeah. maybe you can you know cheer him up, and guys, she starts to you know win him over, and sparks start to fly, and then they find out. Oh, by the way, in six months, Will plans to go to Switzerland to kill himself. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. or to have medical professionals assist with killing him. Yep. So she has six months to get him happy, so that hey, I don't want to kill myself. She fails. When I read this book initially, yeah, when I read this book initially in 2015, I had no idea what it was about. Mm-hmm. I'm I have a tendency to choose books based on cover and title alone. Oh, brutal, cuz this was one of the worst covers I'd ever seen. And if it, I if I'd seen this on a shelf, I would have been like, "Nope." But it drew me in. You didn't okay. get the copy you gave me didn't have a cover. Oh, so. I have the sleeve at home. I don't know actually what the cover looks like <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> Um, so cute, and the name Jojo Moyes is just like. Ugh. So Ugh. I, a hundred percent, going back to last week's episode, the Notebook. I have thought this was a Nicholas Sparks novel. Oh fuck! If only because I knew the movie poster, which looks like a Nicholas yes, Sparks. True. And until, because again, I didn't know the plot when I went back and looked at the movie poster, I was like, oh, he is sitting on a wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> I never picked up on that. Um, so when you um when you guys. Re- okay, um, Who'd you hate? You were talking about oh, who yeah. you hated. 
Okay, I have so many thoughts in my head because I love, like, when I give a book as a gift, I give this book. I think that it was an amazing book. How many sales are you responsible for? I wouldn't, uh, probably like six to ten. Oh, wow. Uh, You're welcome, Jojo Myers. (laughs) Moyes. 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 So So nobody's going to get that joke. Joe Myes. Jomies. We're going to call her Jomies. I hated Trina. I thought she was a stupid little bitch, and I hated that she, her needs always overshadowed Lou's. It that really bugged me. And Trina's the uh, sister. Yeah, the so way. she's the younger sister. Played in the movie by Jenna Coleman, who in a game that I don't think I've been playing enough of since the Stand by Me episode, I met at Comic Con. Oh, hmm. so there you go. Um, she's the smart one with a kid, right? Okay, yes, but <laughs> smarter. Well, she's by make, definition of the parents. She's making more of herself. Yeah, and the parents, um, so the parents definitely see her as like, well, she's going to university and she's doing what she can, and you know, you, yeah. what are you doing? But You're what, working at a chicken factory. Fuck off. But what we learn is that as a young girl exiting high school and going to post secondary. Lou is assaulted by a group of guys in the maze at their local tourist attraction. And it caused her like deep seated, like fears of leaving the known. Yes. Do you recall that in the book? Oh, I obviously recall it. I think it's a stretch to say that one led to the other based on the way that it was introduced. Doesn't she straight up say that that's what happened? She does. It felt felt like an irrelevant plot device to me, that part. It was like, let's, let's throw some misery on this person to make it make more sense. Yeah, I don't know. I it, And it's also like, I feel like she's living a self-fulfilling prophecy based on what she gets from her parents, too. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I could have, like, I could have handled her, her story and, and, and related to it more if it was just the case of this is the way that her family's worked and she's just been too timid to, to, mm-hmm. to speak up. But for them to then bring in, in, like, the third of four acts of this book yeah. to be like, oh, yeah, this awful thing yeah, happened maybe she was raped. It felt like a necessary over-the-top. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. And I also wrote, Patrick is a wanker. Oh, <laughs> poor Neville Longbottom. Running man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. And that was that was part of that, like, in the movie, that just made it so much worse. Is he mm. still as obsessed with fitness as in the movie? Because yeah. I know Neville got pretty jacked up yeah. all yeah. the time. So. Guy saw. I met him. Oh, yeah? At yeah. Comic-Con? Um, not at Comic-Con, no. So I guess it doesn't count in that. He's still obsessed with running in the movie as much as he was in and he and he is fit in the movie but you think he's hot yeah you have a long bottom yeah. yeah he he filled out real nice oh i don't know see as patrick in the movie like i really i'm just like he he disgusts me mm. and i think it's just because he's such a little douchebag i didn't i will say when i looked up after I read the book, I looked up, okay, who played everyone in the movie? And I was going through, I was like, well, I knew Amelia Clark played the main character. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I can see Jenical. And then when I got to Matthew Lewis as Patrick, it, that is not at all. Yeah, I, it's not I what I picked. definitely up. picturing more of like a Chris Hemsworth, like yes. just a big, beefy motherfucker. Yeah, mm. true. <coughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Beefy as much. I, I thought it would be more of the lean, the lean type. But like I don't know. I imagine a blonde for some reason. I don't know whether they describe his actual. No, they don't. Much. I don't think so. But they, she, <laughs> he is lean. Like mm-hmm. he's not super beefed. And I didn't. I don't know. I just. I feel like Neville Longbottom really fit the character that I did not like in the book, and it translated well in the movie. So. Maybe that choice was good, but I yeah. just, his character as a whole, I just find him to be 
I I didn't like Patrick, but I did. I guess for context, Patrick is Louisa's longtime boyfriend of seven years. I yes. think. Uh, obsessed with physical fitness like he's a trainer but that's all he ever talks about is training and yeah. the marathons he's gonna run he's preparing this for something called the viking yeah the viking something uh so this is like only one and only obsession they move in together only because he feels threatened by will it's like i guess this is a thing no that we they move do. in together because uh trina is coming oh, she home takes her room. on weekends and it's this big issue where Louise's parents are sleeping on the floor of the living room so that Trina can sleep in their bedroom because Lou didn't want to sleep in the box room anymore. So she's like, okay, well, fuck it. Like, I might as well move in with Patrick. Like, and he accepts out of, um, like, that he's kind of freaked out by how close she is with Will. Yeah, he frames it as, yeah, I guess. Yeah. That seems like what we should probably do. Yeah. I think we should be a little bit mindful that we are getting this story through her eyes. Yeah. So, like, it's there is a there is a part of this where she's kind of justifying her move towards Will because of the way that she sees Patrick behave. But we don't know that Patrick is that guy. This yeah. is the guy that she's describing. So, like, I'm I'm reluctant to he... just treat him like the villain here. Yeah. I don't. Are you I, saying I, that Louise is an unreliable narrator? Are you saying there was not, no Will? Not necessarily. No. <laughs> no. We're not going there. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, I see, I see how these things happen. Having been in a very, like, we're all in long-term relationships. You get these periods where you know yourself, you're not necessarily being the perfect partner, but it's just, it just happens sometimes. I haven't experienced Speak for that yourself. Yet. <laughs> Bullshit. Okay. <laughs> no, I know. And that being said, I someone who is that hyper focused and I mean they really played it up in the movie so you know her birthday scene mm-hmm. where in the book they describe him giving her a necklace that just doesn't suit her personality right. um, they kind of say what it is but I didn't really get the gist of what it looked like in the movie he gives her a heart shaped necklace that has the name Patrick inscribed in it oh I didn't see that scene so yeah um, that definitely feels like it's taking it a step it did, too far. Yeah, it did take it like a step too far because I think that in the movie it was kind of hard to determine whether or not something would be her style yeah. and you wouldn't hear in Will's mind because it's Will who is narrating saying something that didn't suit her at all. Yeah. So you wouldn't have that. So they had to make it like way over the top. But Yeah, no. that feels like them going, well, she's technically at least emotionally cheating on him we need to justify it. Whereas we talked about in the, was it the Notting Hill episode? Or the, which one? I think it was Notting Hill where we were talking no, about. No, while you were sleeping. Which where one where we were talking about how they don't take the easy way. Oh, then it was the notebook. The Jesus. Notebook. Oh. Zero for two. Yeah, you need to actually explain the idea first before we Yeah, so the idea <laughs> is that I respected that in the notebook they didn't make the decision for Rachel McAdams easy. Right. That. You know, of course you're going to pick Ryan Gosling because look what a piece of garbage James Marsden is. They went with, no, James Marsden's a good dude. You have no easy out that you can point to. Whereas if the movie did something like having Patrick give her a Patrick necklace, that feels like them going, it's too ambiguous. We need a reason for the audience to point and go, no, absolutely not go to that guy. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it was more a situation than this one where they were the the out-of-high-school couple who they got together based on a few shared interests in high school without yeah. really knowing who they were as people. And then they just naturally grew apart. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he's the villain of the piece no. necessarily. No, not in, definitely not in the book. But he is a wanker. 
He's a he's a yeah. I mean, sure. Based on what she's sharing about him, this is my point. I, okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't they just def- classify him. They like definitely that. vilify him more near the end. Yeah. Where it's, the thing he does when he sells the story. Yeah, that's, he's that's sell- correct. And yeah. so that's that doesn't happen in the movie. Yeah. Right. He tells journalists about Will going to because she confides it in him because she's going to take Will on this trip, and Patrick's not 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 for that. So she. Finally, blurts it all out and yeah. says, "You know, well, if I don't make him happy, he's going to kill himself." So eventually, once they break up, Patrick turns around and goes to the press and says, "Hey, this rich dude's going to kill himself, and she knows yeah. what's up." Yeah, it's a dick move and a revenge piece. But if you, I think, if we were to see this story from his perspective, maybe one of us should write that book. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe we would see where that's coming from. Patrick, before both of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I found that, like I said, Louise's family is just kind of. They're very pro Trina and putting a lot of pressure on Louisa to like be the money maker yeah, in the house. Yeah, she's the provider for the family because the dad has worked at a factory his whole life and knows that he's probably not going to survive a round of layoffs, mm-hmm. which he does not. Yeah. But then he gets hired by the da- uh, Will's dad. Yeah, which I assume still got to be a thing at the end, even though Will killed himself and the parents broke up. But <laughs> um, yeah, so in the book. We see his dad is cheating on his mom. Which they, yeah, they don't they dwell don't. on too much. No, they don't. But it's kind of, he's basically staying with Camilla because of Will. And Will knows it. Everyone knows it. Yeah. So he, like, he ends up, like, I assume that he ends up, like, with this other woman. I don't know. They were okay. I yeah. didn't like his dad. I found his dad was sleazy because, like, in the book, how he like talks about Louisa, but in the movie, like, he'll put his hand on her shoulder, like, just weird moves that you would do, like, as an employer, you know, that give him that sleaze effect. Mm-hmm. Do we ever get his perspective in the book? I can't remember. Of the dad? Yeah. No. Uh, yes, get we do. We get, the, we get the mom and we get the sister no, for they a do a Stephen rising back. Like most of the denouement of yeah. that book is through no, they, Trina's eyes. They do a really short Stephen chapter where he's talking to the, woman the other on the woman. Side. Yeah, that's what I, yeah. Th- I thought we must have. But yeah. it's ah, very short. Apparently, yeah, apparently that didn't leave any impression yeah. on me. Huh. No. Um, I, uh, I loved how he called her Clark. Like, I, so... <laughs> For me, it was confusing because I knew Amelia Clark played her in the movie. Yeah, and, so, mm. uh, I know. I just, I found that, like, and whenever I would told Sean, when I was reading the book, like, this is the second time I've read the book, I've seen the movie a couple times, I own the movie, and as I was reading the book, I could see the characters in the movie. Mm-hmm. And, um, what's his name? Sam Claflin. I The way Finnick he... The yeah, yeah, so the way he clenches his jaw and like says Clark like I I really liked I I really liked him in this movie he was good yeah okay. like as a quadriplegic I'd do him but I mean you can't I know yeah Renee's this is quadriplegic awful. by the way <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. no as him at like he was uh, he was a very attractive he made quadriplegia oh look <laughs> So we've just discovered, uh, I don't think it's a new fetish category, but that's apparently where we've gone with this. Drinks water. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's good. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. liked the pet name Clark. I could take it the other way, though, and it, it feels quite quite 
rude at first. But he is rude yeah. and abrasive. So why why is that dickishness endearing? I Why why is him you like being so rude and dismissive of her and using her surname only any better than Patrick having a passion that he really loves? Because it, be, it, it. It, it turns into a term of endearment, I think. Yeah, maybe, but only because she's, like, succumbed to his icy nature and been like, yeah, this is I great. don't know. I felt the ending seemed rushed because I was clearly nearing the back of the book when they were on their holiday and thinking, I feel like this isn't ready to wrap up yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then... At the end of the trip, I think it's like, what, two weeks or something mm-hmm. before his scheduled yeah. Switzerland yeah. assisted suicide date. And so near the end of the vacation, she's all, by the way, Will, I love you. And he's like, neat. I'm still going to kill myself. I know. Ah, end of book. It kind of Okay, tri- but we're skipping all this lead up to that, to well, her in, falling in love when and they this go is to it. the theater. All the lead up. Like, before they go to the theater, all of that, it was like, I, I'm troubled by the idea that someone can act as a dick and then the woman just sets up in her mind well I'm going to get a small victory here that's going to make me happy so if I can do anything to make him smile a little bit then I'll be winning here but because that was her job but, right but it's also lowering her expectations to the point where we as the reader are like oh okay it's okay that she went through that but and now she also she also had a passion for people we saw it when she worked at the buttered bun she mm-hmm. knew every single person in that place who went and ate she knew how to treat everyone she was a genuinely kind person and she just wanted the best for everyone so given the challenge of perhaps making this guy feel like life is worth living she was going to do her damnedest and you could see she was deflated at some times with it but she just genuinely wants to please people which there are people out there like that i don't think she was lowering her standards no? okay. at all i think that she really cracked his icy outer layer because imagine like so my husband suffers from chronic back pain okay and when it gets really bad it comes out in his mood and he gets short you know and all i want to do is like crack a joke or try to make him smile Mm -hmm. you know and without that chronic back pain he's like the best person so, and they talk about, like, he suffers <laughs> levels of pain. Don't laugh at me. I'm just, I'm, I'm just laughing at the idea that, that I'm following through with this, yeah. but we'll get there. But, like, he, this guy suffers from chronic pain day in, day out throughout his body. He doesn't just not feel anything from the neck down. He still has feeling from the neck down and suffers. So the fact that he, like, he's just always in pain. He always has that clenched jaw because he's feeling that pain. The fact that she could crack through that, like... Now, why are you laughing at me? Well, I just, I just, I, I don't know the history of you and your husband, but I assume you didn't meet him in, in a context where he only had pain, and then slowly no. but surely you made him happy. No, and, he's and developed then fell in love as a result. No, no. there's got to be more there at the start. Yes, for that and he, de- to he's develop. developed the chronic pain since we've hmm. been married, but it's, uh, it's a change that you we've seen. You trying to make him quadriplegic? No, <laughs> for your own personal. Oh pleasure. my god, <laughs> no. <sighs> Anyways. I just I think she's just a truly good person mm. and she and he is literally suffering every day and she allows him to see the good. 
what good there is, to, like, in his mind. Mm-hmm. But I loved at the theater when he has the picky thing in his neck and she, like, dives in with her teeth and he just is kind of like, oh, and she's like, imagine if it was in your trousers. Like, she would have just dove in, bit the picky thing out of his crotch, but it was just his neck. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're saying, it sounds like you're saying that this could have been anyone that she could have fallen in love with, basically. No. No? No. Because not everyone would have wanted, because he wanted to... S- he wanted the best for her in return. Okay, but it took him a long time to get there. And you're suggesting it was because of the way she behaved towards him that he got there. Yeah. Well, that could have been anyone then. I don't Yeah. I just don't see I don't see the chemistry between them particularly. That was my that was my main problem with the book. I was like, I know where this is going and I don't believe it. And then we got there and it was like, okay. No, I <laughs> believed it. And then at the wedding Yeah. Like, yeah. that was such a sweet moment where she's like, well, are you going to take me for a whirl? And hops were, on wrong. his lap. Yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mostly like the woman who was sitting at their table. Yeah. I want to know more about her. What was yeah. her name? I forget. No she idea. wasn't really portrayed very well in the movie at all. Either. That's too bad. She was, maybe, she was maybe my favorite character. Yeah. And then the Mauritius trip, like, that was heartbreaking. That's probably, like, one of the saddest parts in the book and the movie for me is when mm. he's telling her no, like that, like I I get what you're telling me, but no, I'm still gonna kill myself because that's not enough for me. Like, yeah, well, and I just don't. It's understand really awkward how you can... talking about this stuff with two dudes. Just so you know, I just don't understand. How you can fall in love with somebody when you're so misguided about what he's feeling. But that's, that's the thing. Like, she's a, like, I, it's almost like puppy, young puppy love because she hasn't had, like, like you say, like her and Patrick dated straight out of high school. She hasn't matured and become that hesitant person who doesn't just dive balls deep. Right. You know? Yeah. Dive balls deep would also be a good band name. <laughs> yeah. And presumably because there's two more books, she goes and bangs a bunch of other guys. Yeah. It so, was really surprising to find out <laughs> that there were two more yeah, books. Yeah, so I read the second book. I would not recommend it. I did not like it. It did not go down the vein mm. that I thought it would. She does not bang a bunch of guys. Huh. Yeah. It was, like, really sad and depressing, like, that she really just kind of goes somewhere else and is still not out of her shell. Mm. Anyways. That just feels like... Everything needs to be a trilogy. This sold. Can, yeah. Can you squeeze my, two this more? Is my, this is my like, empire. Yeah. She well, ends book two in a wheelchair. Yeah. Sitting, in a, <laughs> sitting in a uh, meeting with her agent going, you know he died, right? Did you read the story? <laughs> and you know what? Like, No one wants to know what happens to it. Does anyone want to know what happens? And apparently, yes, yeah. because I guess those books sold. Yeah. So, and I know this is boning month, and there was no boning. No boning. But, but I'm, you know, just I feel like the, well, no, actually not at all true. Her and Patrick have a marathon boning mm. session where yeah, he wants to stop boning. Yeah, yeah for he's, several hours where he's like, look, 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 look at this. Yeah, but give I you, just. Give you some of that Neville dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what he said. Oh, my God. So, but the way he talks to her in the beach scene like, where she told him he loves her, and then he's like, yeah, but, like, I couldn't stand to watch you walk around in the annex and, like, the things I want to do to you if you knew. Like, it was just all so, like, very sexy. 
I mean, he said that, but he also said, this isn't the life that I've chosen for myself, and it's not the life I want, and if yeah. I was in a chair, I wouldn't be doing this, and I wouldn't be with you. That, so, uh, that was I know, I know, brutal. it's so hard. <laughs> Do you think any of the male Harry Potter actors have, prior to or during sex, pretended their penis was a wand? I mean, Is this you've, seen e- you've seen extras. Yeah, Daniel but Radcliffe I, plays himself in that. Does he? I don't remember him referencing that though. At one point, he like catapults a, a kind of across a bus. That I remember, but I don't remember him saying like, "Oh, sometimes I, you know, penetratus and then stick it in." I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. <laughs> I feel like we've just gotten a window into Sean after his Harry Potter movie. Every marathon. time you say my name, I have a brief moment where I try and remember if I have a pseudonym. That <laughs> <laughs> throws me every time. Oh, um, I don't know. When I realized what this story was about, I was all mad because I figured you were. Gonna you looped us into a situation where we need to talk about so what do you guys think about assisted suicide but so far we're near the end probably and have yeah. tackled it so, well, you threw it out there. so I threw it out there to say maybe let's not because <laughs> yeah. I saw this movie the movie and I assume the book but I know the movie was apparently controversial and in many locations was protested oh my God. because it portrays quadriplegics as a burden um. who need to die to lighten the load on everyone around them, which I don't agree with because the entire book was everyone around him pleading with him not to go through with this. And my opinion on that is people just needed something to protest that day. Like, I don't think that this book or this movie portrayed that at all. I think that assisted suicide, like, there are things in place to make sure that it's ethical as unethical yeah, as people may think. Yeah, there's that summary at the end written by, I forget their job title, but yeah. like one of the last p- pieces of the book is a medical professional or a lawyer or yeah. someone who had to assess the case saying, here's the situation. He did this of his own volition. Everybody did everything they could to prevent it. He wasn't coaxed or he wasn't in a weird mental state. Yeah. It sucks, but Mm-hmm. And when they're at, when she arrives at Dignitas and they have their, I don't know, I just thought like it was so, like it just kills me. Like, and I'm like at home crying, like it was so sad and mm. I just felt for them. Yeah. I did not cry. No, me either. Um, the, I guess the film had me close. The, uh, the yeah, I the will f- say the final one, I, wa- I just watched it on YouTube. I was like, okay, yeah, this yeah. I can see. But I just felt like in the, in the book it, kind of what do you think i love you anyway yeah. yeah what do you think the the title me before you is supposed to represent i don't have a concrete answer her for journey this. and how she's a different person now yeah how she's no because the book ends with her in paris and does so it's really escaped her the before con- him yeah i think so because then the second book is called After You. Yeah. And it's still about her. Okay. And then I think the third one is just called Me as Fuck. Yeah. See, I it confuses me because Before still You... Still insin- Me? Is that what the third one's called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, before You insinuates that it's before she met him, whereas the book is all about him. So is it about him before her? No. And how she... Like, I don't know. He doesn't really have much of an arc really like he starts mad ends pretty much in the same place with a few happy moments in between whereas she is a i don't know what phrase i want to use i don't i was gonna say coward but that's not what i want (laughs) to say necessarily she is risk averse in every single possible way yeah Yeah. 
I won't take chances on anything, even to the point of, like, oh, I don't think I'd like that kind of movie, or I don't think mm-hmm. I'd like that kind of music. Yeah. And he's like, why don't you at least try and stop? Yeah. Stop. Mm-hmm. I um, Just live, he says. I, I would have gone with me behind you. That's the title, maybe. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Uh, That's our porn parody of me before you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I also had a couple notes about the movie, just that I thought that contrary to what you think, Amelia Clark, I thought she was the perfect person for Lou. Did I say that? I was going to say, I don't don't think you know what? No, it wasn't that. She wasn't. My friend. (laughs) You like Amelia. No, my friend. I was telling her I was recording today, and she said, ugh, and I don't like the movie because she doesn't do it for me. Yeah. So, anyways, I think <laughs> Amelia and Sam were perfect for the roles of Will and Lou. Um, and then I also noted that he plays Finnick O'Dare on Hunger Games. And then I also really liked uh, Janet McTeer, who was Camilla Trainer. Mm-hmm. I thought that they really cast that role wi- really well. Um, I found they cast her mom, Josie, like as it was too young, mm. like she was way too young, and com- in comparison with the dad, like that, or she just aged super fucking well. But she almost could be like an older sister. Were like, those actors people that we knew? I can't remember who they were. So. I don't know. I, I, I when I was reading the book, I was just picturing Jim Broadbent as the dad for some reason. I'm not <laughs> oh, sure yeah. why. Actually, that would have worked. <laughs> yeah. Let me look this up. Yeah, and I think I probably, due to time, need to start winding us down. <laughs> um, so I guess we can go in a circle. And I mean, Renee, you still like this? Anyone want to? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Tasteful. Yeah. Rob <laughs> rolling around like a quad. In a circle. Um, Steve, uh, Charles Dance oh, was Stephen yeah, was, oh, yeah, right, was Stephen yeah. Trainer. Yeah. And uh, Brendan Coyle was Bernard Clark. I don't know that one. Oh yeah. Yeah, but then Josie was Samantha Spiro. Oh, right, from, uh, she's in sex education. I guess, I don't know. Oh, the, and so Mary Rawlinson, she was that chick at the wedding. So oh, they John did, Lumley, yeah. Yeah, so they did portray her, but she, not the way she that... She only had, like, two or three lines. Exactly. It, and it was just like, oh, these people are all idiots. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't like uh, she was in the book. She basically played herself playing another character that she's famous for in Absolutely Fabulous. It's oh, a UK okay. sitcom that's really popular. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so... So Renee's still a fan. Oh, yeah, I love it. Love, love, love it. Rob? I'm probably giving this three and a half stars, although okay. you can't actually do that. <laughs> that Yes, that yeah. lines up. I, I would probably... I didn't star rate it on Goodreads mm-hmm. to not play my hand. Exactly. But uh, Don't it look, that was my old rating. three and a half, but I'll end up on the platform probably giving it a three. Yeah, probably probably I'll do the same. So you guys aren't mad at me for making you read this? No, no, no. no. It, it was a worthwhile read. For me, I'm like Louisa in the book, where I looked at this and went, well, that's not really my kind of book. Mm-hmm. And I read it and, you know, got that experience. Don't feel inclined to read the second, <laughs> third, or any more dramas, really. But yeah, <laughs> I think it was a credit to the book that when I saw that the movie was on, I was interested enough to watch a few scenes. Yeah. yeah. Well, when like, I was Sean- curious to see how it played out. Yeah, when Sean told me, he was like, oh, Rob's watching the movie. I'm like, oh, yes, because I was hoping to get them both in. But, yeah. No, there's nothing. There's no single aspect of the book that I could come here and gush about. But it was it was decently done. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I was interested enough to make it to the end. Yeah. 
even if I didn't have an obligation to be here today, I still, in, under normal circumstances, would have wanted to see what happened. Mm-hmm. And is this a good close to boning month? There was boning in it. <laughs> so, yeah. That's something. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. we're uh, three for four with the and actual there was boning. So that's pretty good. Boning tension. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, we have an email <gasps> from my brother. Oh. Uh, the Stallone classic Over the Top recently celebrated its 33rd anniversary, and I think this movie obviously should be discussed. He is correct, and there are plans to. Mm. Then I thought, there are more films in the Stallone oeuvre. Oeuvre? 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 Yeah, that's probably That could be discussed. In fact, another three makes a month's worth. Over the Top, Cliffhanger, Demolition Man, Tango and Cash. Oh, I like Cliffhanger. Now, what month would work? And I've never seen it. Now, what month would work best? I'm thinking June, because then you can call it... Stalloon. Stalloon? Hmm. Stalloon, June? It will be the most monosyllabic month of the year. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't so, seen Cliffhanger. I know. What Me neither. Fuck? Yeah, that's actually crazy. I yeah. love that movie. Me too. I, and I'm sure I would too. And I we know. already talked about doing Demolition Man in the While You Were Sleeping episode. And Kyle, who did Cuffs, he and I are already planning to do Over the Top. Okay. So the foundation's already there for three of the four. Isn't this crazy, though? Like, how is it that I've seen Cliffhanger and Sean hasn't? I'm sure there's lots of situations Yeah, there's like probably that. at least one of the movies. No, but like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, but like a Sylvester Stallone, like, <gasps> movie that mm-hmm. I've seen that Sean hasn't. Maybe. Maybe. maybe, it's, maybe it's uh, I've seen yeah. the Ace Ventura 2 parody of it. Many times. So are we saying oh, that yeah. like this trio is going to do cliffhanger? Uh, maybe. That'd be fun. I'm always up for watching it again. Yeah. It's been a while. I guess we'll see. It's been a long time. I haven't seen it probably since I lived at home. Hmm. So what are we currently enjoying? Uh, I had a fantastic double feature of movies over the weekend with recent Best Picture winner Parasite and the director's cut of Doctor Sleep. And I highly recommend... Both of those films. Hmm. I think better or worse than Pulp Fiction. Doctor Sleep? Well, I mean worse and worse, but... <laughs> yeah, it's technically the sequel to The Shining. By technically, I mean it is legitimately the oh, sequel to yes. The Shining. <laughs> like, okay. the front of the Blu-ray actually says this, this next chapter in The Shining saga. Hmm. I um, recently discovered that a song that I really like is by Mother Mother, hmm. and I like a lot of is their get stuff. Up? No. Because Get Up's a great song. Uh, it is, but so is It's All Right. Yep. Yeah, Mother Mother's good. Yeah. So I was rediscovering they Mother came Mother. Somewhere <laughs> we know. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. um, I also started Oops. watching, I watched the first episode of The 100. It's a, oh, my a, wife a got really into that show. Yeah. yeah. So uh, my husband was like, oh, is this, he was watching it. I'm like, what are you watching? And he's like, The 100. I'm like, you idiot like this is something i would watch because right now we don't have a show to watch together Mm. and so i watch my shows and then i go to bed and then he watches his shows so he's like oh well this is just episode one how about you watch it and then we'll see if you you like it and so i did so i'm looking forward to that and last when so last week i had the pneumonia just a little bit in one lung and I, I, they gave this is me. not the time to be sharing this information. <laughs> it's over. It was last Monday. For you. So they gave me 
antibiotics and it was fine. I was coming to work and then my boss banished me from the office good, on good. Wednesday. Yeah, he was right to do it. I yeah. wasn't contagious. Anyways, so on last Wednesday, I watched all three cutting edges. <laughs> all right then. One, I can't believe there are three of those. Same as I guess that's today's running theme is surprise there's a trilogy. Yeah. And they're all linked. That's I mean just by skating? Uh no. So does there's one character keep rolling in like when Eugene Levy keeps showing up in those American Pie sequels. Yeah, no. So there's Cutting Edge with Mosley and Dorsey and then of in course. the Cutting Edge 2, it's their daughter. Cutting Edge 2 cut harder. Uh no. Tough time to cut. No. And so then cut, in Cutting cut Edge back. 3, the it, cut, it's a hard. guy skater and he hires Mosley Dorsey's daughter to be his coach. Or two cut, two edge. That's the name <laughs> of the sequel. Anyways, it was it was fun to revisit the 1992 classic. I really like that movie. I can't help but notice you didn't put classic good. in quotes, but mm. why do I have to put it in quote quotes? Cutting edge, probably. If you're a cutting <laughs> edge fan, write in. Do you want us to do cutting edge? I don't. That want could to. be like next winter. Have you ever watched it? I saw Cutting Edge way, way, I, I didn't way. See it you back. have not seen it. Oh, it's so good. That could be oh, Boning Month 2021. Do they bone in Cutting Edge? Yeah, they do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. When are the next Winter Olympics? Ooh. Soon. No, because this year is summer, so in two more years. 2022. All right, so for episode like 200, maybe we'll take a look at <laughs> Cutting Edge. Yeah. I thought I heard that they were moving the alignment of the Winter yeah. Olympics. Anyway, maybe not. To be in the same year? Maybe I just imagine that. Those no, I don't the, think they would. Those are the better Mario and Sonic games, so I'm usually looking forward to the winter ones. Yeah. Yeah, but they wouldn't have them... Two, the, like I think the two-year spread is because some of the like speed skaters also do like running or cycling, mm. like they cross over, so that's why they need the break because they couldn't train yeah, for that makes sense. yeah yeah, and not just speed skaters but like other sport people, <laughs> <laughs> athletes, the in the also surface. also known as athletes. Yeah, yeah. What that are you? Sense. What are you enjoying? What am I enjoying? Uh, I'll throw a music recommendation out there again another one from that festival that i'm going to okay uh, snail mail oh. um it's a i'm struggling to figure out whether it's a band or the woman who fronts the band it's it was started as her project i think but then the people that recorded the album with her have kind of become her band now she's like 20 years old very very young oh. and has recorded this album as a super mature sound it's kind of like dream pop slash alt rock oh um, so yeah, kind of like really lennon stella I don't know what that is, but yeah. Oh, listen to <laughs> Le Lennon Stella has like four EPs out okay. and she's good. She's kind of like similar vibe okay. and she's super young. Yeah. Mm -hmm. From Canada as well. So. Oh, nice. Speaking yeah. of music, did you guys know that Blink-182 is coming? I yeah. did. I yep. I need friends to go to see Blink-182. I haven't been a, vaguely I haven't been a Blues Fest yet and this is not the year that's going to do oh, it. Oh, <laughs> I know, but the lineup is so good. Is like, it? it? I is feel like it's so been better good. in recent years. No, so. like this is... Uh, Rage is a good one. Alanis is exciting. Yeah. And then there's a few like, okay, all right. But uh, they're... Okay, well... And again, I don't know what that one... I don't know what it is. The one that would make me go, oh, all right. 
if yeah, any. If it, if it wasn't Weird Al, it's nothing. Yeah, Weird Al, I actually was going to go to <laughs> until it was 45 degrees outside. Yeah, yeah and see, Blink-182 is the one for me. Because remember when I was pregnant? I was, like, super pregnant, and they came to Rockfest. Yeah. And I was oh, like, I want to go. And you you were like, you can't fucking go. <laughs> I think the venue said the same thing. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, We yeah. appreciate well, maybe... all rockers, but no. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll make Rob come with me. Yeah, maybe. I think it's going to depend on who plays on the on the bill with them. Yeah. Yeah. I was, don't know. That's one other thing problem. that I was interested in. I can't remember what it was. I don't know how that festival works. I've never been in my life. So it would be, like, a lot. Like... I, I would need guidance. It's like the easiest festival you will ever go to in your life, trust yeah. me. Yeah, I've done many music festivals, and this one is very well laid. Well, I wouldn't say it's well laid out, but it's very simply laid out. Okay. You, you, can't, you can't do it wrong. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, Rob and I might have a date this summer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have fun. Let's close out Boning Month on that note. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you to Tiff Sound for the theme song. Thank you to uh, Boning Month. Boning month. Which I just realized we didn't do the the boning month. And follow us on all of the things. Thank you to Renee. Thank you to Rob. Now, as we always do here for boning month, uh, let's uh, first sing the boning month song and let's followed by the. Get boning. Da, 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 da. All right, I like that. Bit of a disco vibe. Thank you, Renee. Rob, give us the the boning slogan to close out boning month twenty twenty. It's too hot. <laughs> Accepted. <laughs>